Good evening, dummies. Thursday, September 23rd, 8.59 p.m. What is a dummy and why am I calling you a dummy? It's not an insult. This is Don't Unfriend Me. It's an acronym, and Barstool Sports has their stoolies. I have the dummies. Hillary Clinton called us deplorables, and a listener came up with the name dummy. It stuck. T-shirts are on the way. The final designs are done. You will see those tomorrow on Red Friday on Amy and I's show. Yes, dummies, you should be happy about that. It's not an insult. It's a badge of honor. I have to say that now because some people are getting offended, but in this world today, doesn't everybody. Last but not least, when it comes to this topic, dum-dums, they're a special kind of sucker. You want to be a dummy, you don't want to be a dum-dum. The dum-dums go through the annals of history as troublemakers, people who believe in Fox News and CNN only, completely entrenched and have no desire to participate in a conversation. Yes, it can get heated. Yes, we can disagree. You can love me or hate me. Just don't unfriend me. But I will unfriend you if you're being an ass. Let's go into some other things first. The Cowboy Way. That's what we're talking about tonight on episode 227. We are hearing that the Border Patrol are now slave masters. Yes, slave masters. Because somehow they whipped Haitian immigrants. And I am here to tell you that it's completely not true. It's a fallacy. And I'll prove it tonight. I've got some other things to talk about, including Mad Maxine Waters. She's made my top 10 this week. Friday, once again, is Red Friday. That is tomorrow for 228. I'll be with Amy. She'll be live with us in her new set, new camera, new mic, and it will be fun. Folks, stick around. It'll be fun tonight. Recorded from an undisclosed location. Always honest. Always direct. So sit back. Relax. Don't Unfriend Me starts right now. Well, thank you again, dummies. Now that everybody knows what that is, nobody will be offended. Episode 227, like I said, Matthew Spear here with our show tonight. It'll be a fun one. We have a few things to run through. One is social media. Where can you find me? Where can you find all those wonderful toys? At Don't Unfriend Me Show is where you can. You can head on over to Anchor, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble. I am there. If you have not stopped by, please do me a favor and do that. Stop by all my social media sites, if you would not mind, and drop me a like, share, and a subscribe. It keeps the lights on. It keeps the algorithm going, and God doesn't kill a puppy when you do. If you're not a big social media fan and still want to watch the show... You can do that from don'tunfriendme.com. You can listen into your car. You can watch on your computer from afar, or you can stream me at a bar. There's that sound. God, are you there? Let's get into it, folks. The cowboy way. I remember as a young man... I once had to go through a border patrol stop in California. I was with my parents, and we were exhausted from returning from some location I do not recall. The fruit fly was running amok or flying amok, and California was, of course, up in arms over this destructive pest. The question was announced like I had heard many times before. Do you have any fruits or vegetables to declare? My parents answered in the negative, and we usually rolled on through like nothing had happened. But one time, they asked my father to pull over to the side. I asked what was happening, and my father said matter-of-factly, 
There are times for questions and there are times to observe. This is a time for the latter. I zipped my lip, had that moment, and watched. My father stepped out of the car and I heard muffled conversation towards the back. The trunk of the car was open and I heard some clanging of tools. As I focused on the sound, I almost jumped a foot when another agent clinked on my mother's side window with a flashlight. She cracked the archaic handle back and forth and it squealed in protest. Ma'am, we're going to change the tire. The kids may be surprised when the car starts bobbing a bit. We can have them come outside of the car or stay in. But they may find it fun if they stay inside. But we can't have them jumping around. Of course, my mother grabbed us as an, and escaped as if we were about to be launched into the stratosphere from NASA. She wasn't about taking risks. As we gathered under a makeshift awning, red, white, and blue phantom ice cream bombs were eagerly distributed distributed amongst us kids after about 15 minutes the tire that had started to lose excuse me lose pressure was replaced we received um 10 border patrol badges and we were on our merry way again i will always remember the first time i choked doing this show but i'll remember my first experience with the border patrol that was Really more than just a buy your leave to me. It stuck with me for a long time. The second time was when I was in the military. A good friend of mine had worked with the Border Patrol and was Hispanic. He served an elite unit with the United States Navy and we became fast friends. After serving together, we kept in touch. As he processed, processed out of the Navy, he was going to move back to El Paso and join the Border Patrol yet again. It had been many years since I had heard from him, but a few years later, I received a letter from his wife, who I did not know. He had been shot and killed at the border. She was looking for photographs for his time in the Navy and wanted me to know. I was floored, of course, immediately felt, in, felt a sense of loss, and I wasn't able really to describe it or put it into words. The reason I tell you this is because of snapshots. I feel it is important for people to understand who I am and what makes me believe what I believe and feel what I feel. Now, I understand that the Border Patrol has people in it that may not be reflective of the experience I have had with them. These are bad seeds in every bushel. But like all positions of power, you will have people who exploit the rules and regulations. It happens. However, I have lived on the border states for years, from Phoenix to Texas and New Mexico. I have experienced the influx of illegal immigrants and the crime it brings to our country. The Border Patrol has a hard enough time, and the fight against them from the leftists is not only uncalled for, but feckless in its design. Today, Mad Maxine Waters from California decided to chime in because the leftists never leave a self-created crisis to go unnoticed. Mad Max decided not only to trivialize the entire history of slavery into one instance that wasn't even real, but she called Border Patrol agents slavers by lumping them all together in one big leftist sandwich and made everyone take a bite. Thank you, Vet Clark. And I want to thank uh, Ms. Beatty. Uh, for the leadership that they're providing on this issue. I'm pissed. I'm unhappy, and I'm not just unhappy with the cowboys who were running down Haitians and using their reins to whip them. I'm happy with the administration. We are following the Trump policy. He is the one that does not follow the Constitution and would not allow those seeking refuge to be able to petition to get into the country. What the hell are we doing here? 
What we witness takes us back hundreds of years. What we witnessed was worse than what we witnessed in slavery. I never thought I would say this in my life, and I cannot begin to understand the pain and frustration African-American people have towards slavery in 400 years to heal a wound that is untreatable. I would never sit here and feign understanding more than any African-American about the topic of slavery until now. What a crock of horseshit. Pardon the pun. Maxine Waters is as crazy and manic as her cackle of laughter that she calls communication. Don't tell me that any of this is even remotely close to slavery. And by making that comparison, you degrade 400 years of history and hardship. If this is what slaves went through, you just gave permission to an entire audience to espouse your demonstrative statement and demonstrative statement and shrug off what African Americans have been trying to have people conceptualize for generations. Shame on you, you narcissistic, self-aggrandizing piece of trash. Do these really look to you like anything remotely like what happened in Del Rio? I would love to jump on board with Maxine Waters as she is trashing the Biden administration over their border policies, but alas, I can't. Her backhanded fate to support the Border Patrol rears back and slaps them all across the face, full force, in the same breath. This photo of a Border Patrol agent appearing to whip a migrant was widely shared in the press and by reporters on Twitter, yet its misinterpretation fueled media bias by photo and misinformation. But the image isn't what it appeared to be. Another angle of the photo clearly shows the agent grabbing the migrant, not whipping him. What many thought was a whip actually is a rein, a tool used to drive a horse. And in the initial photo, the agent's hand grabbing the man's shirt is still visible behind the reins. The media quickly ran with the presumption that the outlets publishing these headlines and they assumed that agents were whipping migrants. Here are some of those headlines I will show you. Bear with me, folks. Got to see if I have it still. One, two, three. Oh, where did it go? Uh-oh. Screenshots. Sorry, folks. I'll have to edit this portion out. I am a little bit behind in my planning. Here are some of the things that they said. Take a look. All of the red lines show whips and shackles at the U.S. border. Whips chasing down Haitian migrants. Whips and white supremacy on the U.S. border. Agents are using whips to round up Haitian migrants. How is this okay? Apparent whip. It's horrific. Whipping at Haitian migrant. All of these things are undeniably and incontrovertibly false. National Border Patrol Council Vince uh, or excuse me, Vice President Art Del Cueto refuted claims that agents were whipping migrants. He said agents are not assigned whips and the methods used were within protocol. The National Fraternal Order of Police also tweeted, for all you Twitter warriors out there, these are not whips and no, Border Patrol agents are not whipping people. They are reins. Stay with us here. Like a steering wheel is used to drive a car, the reins are used to drive the horse. 
Media bias by photo is a type of media bias in which photos are used to shape the perception. Emotions are the takeaway, and a reader will really have that regarding a person or event. In the case of the Haitian migrants, those who believe it's too hard for people to become American citizens and that migrants should be welcomed and processed instead of deported, interpreted the whip's image as reinforcing their perspective that the U.S. border policy is cruel and inhumane. I, for one, think, think it was simply to score points for the urban or elite tight-ass bias club. It's safe to assume journalists, urbanites, don't typically know much about riding horses and the equipment used to do so. So they should leave it up to the redneck cowboy to educate them properly. The Department of Homeland Security will stop using Border Patrol agents on horseback as the agents have also been assigned to a desk, if not suspended in the coming hours, to turn illegal immigrants away from the U.S. border. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki portrayed the suspension in harder terms, telling reporters on Thursday afternoon that we will no longer be using horses in Del Rio, citing the apparently horrible and horrific. The truth of the matter is that these allegations are unfounded, even though these claims were completely ridiculous and were used as stage theater to distract from Biden's failed policies. The media and their cronies were on the story with absolutely no objective research or investigatory efforts. Now, if I want to learn how to ride a horse, I will go to a cowboy. If I want to learn about roping, I will go to a cowboy. Drinking whiskey, you guessed it. If I want to know how to secure the border, protect our country, stop illegal immigration, I will ask the Border Patrol. If I want to know how to shovel shit, I'll ask a politician. After Mr. Biden took office, the initial rise in border arrest was thought to be no big deal. They said, what we're seeing right now is a predictable seasonal shift. The Washington Post reported confidentially in March. When the numbers drop again in June and July, policymakers may be tempted to claim that their deterrence policies succeeded, but that will just be the usual seasonal drop. Except that no serious deterrence policies emerged, and the numbers didn't drop or even level off. They've increased every month of the Biden administration, even during the hottest part of the summer when they normally come down. Customs and Border Protection announced in July that June apprehensions were not only higher than the previous month, but significantly above the next highest month in June, and more than two decades. For the current fiscal year through June, CBP recorded more than 1.1 million apprehensions. The last time it reached even close to that was a million in 2006. Don't worry, it gets worse. As left-wing pencil necks like to remind us, the pandemic ain't over. The Delta variant is spreading and too few people are vaccinated. I don't doubt that the White House officials believe this and want to convey their concerns to us unvaccinated or vaccination-averse Americans as possible, but you would never know it from their unserious approach to border enforcement. No one can really say for certain how big a role these high levels of illegal immigration have played in the spread of the virus, but the Biden administration can't have it both ways. If the president wants the public to defer public health to, to public health officials when it comes to masking and social distancing, he can't expect people to ignore these same officials when they tell us that large numbers of recent migrants may be contributing to the crisis. Team Biden insists that the problem is driven by forces beyond their control, which is a dodge. Last week, Vice President Kamala Harris released a 14-page plan for addressing the root causes of illegal immigration, citing high rates of violence and poverty in countries like El Salvador and Guatemala and Honduras. 
which have become large sources of illegal immigration to the U.S. But collaborating with other governments is smart and necessary, but it's insufficient. Violent crime and high unemployment and widespread poverty back home all play a role in sending people north. But so does lax U.S. border security and an unwillingness to enforce our laws. El Salvador's homicide rate fell by more than half between 2015 and 2018, and Guatemala's economy was averaging 3.4% growth in the years leading up to the pandemic. Both countries continue to be much poorer and more violent than ours, but it's worth noting that immigration to the U.S. from Central America keeps rising even as these root cause trends moved in a positive direction. The situation is unlikely to change until the administration makes it clear that people who come illegally are unwelcome. Sure, Mr. Biden mouths the words, but his policies are telling people that if they make it here, they'll probably get to stay. When the president plays down the need for better border security, it tells asylum seekers they no longer have to remain outside the U.S. while a court adjudicates their claims and urges Congress to pass an amnesty bill for millions of people already in the country illegally or get them out immediately. He shouldn't be surprised that would-be immigrants aren't taking him seriously when he doesn't do thus. And either do we. There is one party who knows how to secure the border. And it isn't Republicans either. It is the party of the U.S. Border Patrol. You may see them as cowboys and that is fine. They should have every tool at their disposal and whips has never and will never be a part of their arsenal. They are outnumbered, outgunned, outsupported, and most importantly, hated by the radical left. If the leftists truly don't believe in walls, then why do they surround themselves in barricades at their estates? Why do they not live in the border states? Why won't they open their home as refuge for illegal immigrants? Because they are hypocrites and completely devoid of any integrity in their corpse of a shell playing human, but acting like lycanthropes, only changing when they get to howl at the moon or when they smell blood. Pardon me if I listen to the people on the ground, the people sweating it out in the southern sun, wondering if they come home to their families tonight, protecting our country one inch of desolate land at a time. Maxine, they are cowboys, and they are certainly as you described, and the problem with your side is that so are millions of other Americans, and if you aren't careful, all of us are going to cowboy the fuck up on you and yours, and you will find out what the cowboy way is all about as we put our leather-worn boots up your asses. Folks, that's it for me tonight. Thank you for watching the show. Don't unfriend me. 227 is done. If you like what you heard, please do me a favor and give me a like, share, follow, and subscribe. If you're on live, you can spam the hell out of it now. It's not just one. You can do thousands if you want to. Please take part, like, share, and subscribe to the show. I will go out like I always do. Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255-PRESS-1. 22 veterans a day commit suicide, traumatic brain injury, PTS, anxiety, stress, depression are all very real. And during the holidays, and especially with Afghanistan, veterans are having a harder time than ever. Please reach out to a vet. If you can't reach out to me or one of my listeners who's a veteran, we will talk to them. Sometimes it's a little easier, vet talking to vet. And if that doesn't work, you can go to don'tunfriendme.com, click on the VCL link. It is anonymous and 100% free of charge and not just for veterans if you are a citizen civilian you can be helped by the veteran crisis hotline friends thank you don't leave i will be back remember tomorrow is red friday please wear red amy will be with us i'm excited to do that have a wonderful night and stick around for the after show god bless and have a wonderful night
Thank you.